This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This is Optimal Work Daily, episode 1156. How to process email like a ninja by Rose Lounsbury of roselounsbury.com. And I'm Dan, I'm your host, and welcome back to Optimal Work Daily, or welcome for the first time if you're new here. And speaking of new here, we have an author that we have never featured on the show before, brand new author, Rose Lounsbury. And I'll tell you more about Rose right after the post. But for now, let's hear what she has to say as we start optimizing your life. How to Process Email Like a Ninja by Rose Lounsbury of roselounsbury.com. Email, the digital battlefield of the 21st century workforce. For many people, email is their work. And thanks to smartphones, that work now travels with us wherever and whenever we go. Is this good? In many respects, yeah. It's nice to be able to communicate with others while waiting for a doctor's appointment or brushing your teeth, if you're an exceptionally good one-handed typer. But the constant rush of email into our lives can create a level of anxiety and digital clutter that makes a girl long for the good old days of snail mail. If you're like I was a few years ago, you tend to use your email's inbox as a de facto to-do list, or more likely a cross between to-do and I don't know what to do with this list. The emails hanging around in my inbox were often more random than the Sunday night crowd at a karaoke bar. Birthday evites sidled up next to department meeting reminders. Emails from concerned parents brushed shoulders with confirmations of my most recent purchases on Amazon and how's your life's from friends mingled with emails from my husband asking what the plumber said. All of these emails were important in their own way and they all hung out in my inbox because I was afraid if I put them elsewhere, I'd lose them. I tried flagging the most important emails, but then I had so many flags I stopped being able to see them all. So I was back to where I started, a motley crew of email to-dos that never grew smaller. Then I read a blog post on Zen Habits about processing your inbox to zero every single day. This was fascinating to me and scary. If I didn't set my eyes on all those to-dos every day, where would they go? The answer, folders, simple folders. But before I get too deep into talking about folders, and believe me, I love talking about folders, Let me chat about the idea of processing email. Processing just means sorting. You go through your inbox and process it. You don't need to respond or do something based on each email, especially not right away. I have two hard and fast rules when processing. One, follow the two-minute rule. If it will take less than two minutes to complete the action related to the email, like write a reply, update a document, refill the pen supply in the workroom, etc., do it now. If it will take longer than two minutes, process the email to complete the action later. And two, calendar time-sensitive info immediately. If the email involves, say, a reminder that you have a 2 p.m. meeting with your boss on Thursday, put that appointment on your calendar, along with any pertinent info related to it, such as the room number and bring proposal for Smith Project. Then delete the email or file it, depending on your style. What you don't want to do, and what most of us do, 
is let it hang around in your inbox until Thursday, using up bits of our valuable brain energy every time we see it, have to remember what it is, and tell ourselves, I need to do that on Thursday. Every time you think like this, it prevents you from using your brain to complete actions you could actually be doing now. Calendar it. Done. Okay, now that we've got the rules out of the way, let's talk folders. I love making folders on email. It's so much easier than making paper folders. You can easily rename, remove, and reorder them to suit your needs. You really only need five folders to organize your email. Don't believe me? Listen on, O ye of little faith. Folder number one, action. This is what most folks consider the to-do list. This is where you put anything that needs your next immediate action. Let me repeat the words, next immediate. Don't let stuff hang out in there that doesn't need relatively swift action. If an email relates to a seminar at which you are presenting in six months, it's probably not your next immediate action. That seminar email will go somewhere else. Hang with me. This list should be as short as it possibly can be, but should completely capture the active energy of all your present work. It is what you're doing today or in the next few days. If you start to let this list get flabby, you are back to your karaoke crowd inbox problem. Folder number two, reference. This is where you put stuff to which you want to refer later. Let me repeat the word, refer. The emails in this folder are like a library. They should not require action. This folder will contain quite a few subfolders. Okay, you got me, you really do need more than five folders, but these are subfolders, different, depending on the areas of reference you need in your life. For instance, my reference folder contains subfolders like bills, kids, mom's group, less LLC, vacation, etc. And some of those subfolders even have subfolders. Ah, beautiful. Folder number three, someday maybe. I love this folder. This is where I put ideas I might want to act on later, but I'm not sure yet. For example, one of the emails in my someday maybe folder right now is from a competing cell phone company offering me a deal to switch. Another is from a friend containing information about how to create a compost pile. Folder number four, waiting for. This is a biggie. I used to email people, then forget I'd emailed them, and later wonder, hey, didn't I send an email to so-and-so a few months ago asking for such-and-such? They never got back to me. Note, so-and-so needs to hear this blog post. This is where you put emails that are waiting for a response from others. For example, right now this folder contains, among others, an email regarding a stipend I am waiting to receive. Tip, it's a good idea to CC yourself when you send emails that you know will go in waiting for. Then you can just move them into this folder right away without having to go to sent mail to get them. And folder number five, Tickler. I will do an entire blog post dedicated to the Tickler system later, but for now, think of Tickler as must do later. This is different from someday maybe and the reference folders. Someday maybes don't really need to get done. References are just a library of potentially useful material. Ticklers are time-sensitive future items. You need to do something about them, but you don't need to do it now. Remember that email about the seminar you need to prep for but doesn't happen for six more months? that baby goes here. If your email system is awesome, like my husband's, you probably have built-in tickler folders with titles like this week and next week, and your system automatically moves them as time passes. Use those. If you don't, you can make your own, or depending on the amount of email you will store here, 
Just put all tickler items in the folder together and manually move them to action as necessary. The key to making this system work is regularly reviewing these folders. If you don't do this, you will revert back to your inbox as a catch-all and you will waste valuable brain energy scanning your inbox and remembering what stuff is and what you need to do about it. On a daily basis, here's how I check my email. One, process inbox. Do two-minute stuff, calendar items, and process the rest. Two, action. What do I need to do now? Do it. Three, tickler. What's coming up? Does any of this need to be moved to action? And four, waiting for. Who am I waiting to hear from? Should I follow up? About once a week, I check someday maybe. I ask myself, is any of this becoming action? Should something be moved to tickler or reference? Should it be deleted? Or should it just hang out and dream? At least once a year, review the reference folders. Decide if you still need all the subfolders. Delete obsolete ones, add new, or combine to make your reference system work better for you. Since it's digital, you really can't have too many subfolders here. You just want to make sure they still work for you. That's it. Your email is organized. Your inbox is always zero. And you are an official email ninja. You just listened to the post titled How to Process Email Like a Ninja by Rose Lounsbury of roselounsbury.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com startup. So just go to indeed.com startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com startup. Terms and conditions apply. And thank you so much to Rose, who, as I mentioned, is a brand new author for this site. She's a keynote speaker, Amazon best-selling author, simplicity coach, and still sane mom of triplets. She helps overwhelmed people create open spaces in their homes, workspaces, and more importantly, their minds, by letting go of the excess stuff that gets in the way. She started her own simplicity journey in 2012 after getting fed up with spending all her free time dealing with her stuff. As she slowly let go of everything that didn't matter, she discovered some amazing things, free time, peace of mind, and clarity. She went on to become a simplicity coach to help others do the same thing. And you can come by roselounsbury.com for a whole lot more, and I do have that linked in this episode's description, by the way. And Rose is also regularly narrated over on our other podcasts, Optimal Living Daily and Optimal Finance Daily. So please do check out those podcasts for more from Rose. But that's gonna do it for today. I hope you're having a great day out there and I'll see you back here tomorrow where I have two posts from Michael Levitt and where your optimal life awaits.